The Great River Shakespeare Festival presents The Tragedy of Romeo and Juliet. Last time on Romeo and Juliet. Hie you hence to Friar Lawrence's cell. There stays a husband to make you a wife. So smile the heavens upon this holy act. Boy, this shall not excuse the injuries that thou hast done me. Therefore, turn and draw. Plague both houses. I am fortune's fool! Act 3, Scene 1 continued, the same Monday afternoon on the street in Verona. Where are the vile beginners of this fray? Oh, noble prince, I, I can discover all the unlucky manage of this fatal brawl. There lies the man, slain by young Romeo, that slew thy kinsman, brave Mercutio. Tybalt, my cousin. Oh, my brother's child. Oh, prince. Oh, husband. Oh, the blood is spilled of my dear kinsman. Princess, thou art true for blood of ours, shed blood of Montague. Benvolio, who began this bloody fray? Tybalt, here slain, whom Romeo had did slay. Romeo that spoke him fair, bid him bethink how nice the quarrel was, and urge withal your high displeasure. All this, uttered with gentle breath, calm look, knee humbling bowed, could not take truce with the unruly spleen of Tybalt's death to peace, but that he tilts with piercing steel at bold Mercutio's breast, who, all as hot, turns deadly point to point and with a martial scorn, with one hand beats cold death aside, and with the other sends it back to Tybalt, whose dexterity retorts it. Romeo, he cries aloud, Hold, friends, friends, part! And swifter than his tongue, his agile arm beats down their fatal points, and twixt them rushes, underneath whose arm an envious thrust from Tybalt hit the life of stout Mercutio, and then Tybalt fled! And by and by comes back to Romeo, who had but newly entertained revenge, and toot they go like lightning, for ere I could draw to part them was stout Tybalt slain. And as he fell, did Romeo turn and fly. This is the truth, but let Benvolio die. He is a kinsman to the Montague. Affection makes him false, he speaks not true. I beg for justice, which thou, prince, must give. Romeo slew Tybalt. Romeo must not live. Romeo slew him. He slew Mercutio. Who now the price of his dear blood doth owe? Not Romeo, prince. He was Mercutio's friend. His fault concludes but what the law should end. The life of Tybalt. And for that offense... Immediately we do exile him hence. I will be deaf to pleading and excuses, nor tears nor prayers shall purchase out abuses. Therefore, use none. Let Romeo hence in haste. Else, when he is found, that hour is his last. Bear hence this body and attend our will. Mercy but murders pardoning those that kill. Act 3, Scene 2, simultaneously at the Capulet House. Enter Juliet. Gallop apace, you fiery-footed steeds, towards Phoebus' lodging. 
Such a Wagner as Phaeton would whip you to the west and bring in cloudy night immediately. Spread thy closed curtain, love-performing night, that the runaway's eyes may wink and Romeo leap to these arms untalked of and unseen. Lovers concede to do their amorous rites by their own beauties. Or, if love be blind, it best agrees with night. Come, civil night, thou sober-suited matron all in black, and learn me how to lose a winning match played for a pair of stainless maidenhoods. Hood, my unmanned blood baiting in my cheeks with thy black mantle, till, strange love, grow bold, Think, true love, acted simple modesty. Come, knight, come, Romeo, come, thou day in night, for thou wilt lie upon the wings of night, whiter than new snow upon a raven's back. Come, gentle knight, come, loving black-browed knight, give me my Romeo, and when I shall die, take him and cut him out in little stars and he will make the face of heaven so fine that all the world will be in love with night and pay no worship to the garish sun. Oh, I have bought the mansion of a love but not possessed it, and though I am sold, not yet enjoyed. So tedious is this day as is the night before some festival to an impatient child that hath new robes and may not wear them. Oh, here comes my nurse, and she brings news. And every tongue that speaks but Romeo's name speaks heavenly eloquence. Enter the nurse. I, me. What news? Why dost thou wring thy hands? Oh, where a day. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. We are undone, lady. We are undone. Alack, the day he's gone. He's killed. He's dead. Can heaven be so envious? Romeo can, though heaven cannot. Oh, Romeo. Romeo. Who would have ever thought it? Romeo. Hath Romeo slain himself? Say thou, but I, and that bare vowel I, shall poison more than the death-darting eye of cockatrice. I am not I, if there be such an eye. If he be slain, say I, or if not, no. Brief sounds determine my will or woe. I saw the wound. I saw it with my eyes. God save the mark here on his manly breast. Oh, break my heart, poor bankrupt. Break it once. Oh, Tybalt. Tybalt, the best friend I had. That ever I should live to see thee dead. What storm is this that blows so contrary? Is Romeo slaughtered and is Tybalt dead? My dearest cousin and my dearer lord. Then dreadful trumpet, sound the general doom. For who is living if those two are gone? Tybalt is gone and Romeo banished. Romeo that killed him, he is banished. Oh God, did Romeo's hand shed Tybalt's blood? It did, it did, alas the day it did. Oh, serpent heart, hid with a flowering face. Did ever dragon keep so fair a cave? Beautiful tyrant, fiend angelical, despised substance of divinest show, just opposite to what thou justly seemst. Was ever book containing such vile matter so fairly bound? Oh, 
that deceit should dwell in such a gorgeous palace. There's no trust, no faith, no honesty in men, all perjured, all forsworn, all naught, all dissemblers. These griefs, these woes, these sorrows make me old. Shame come to Romeo. Blistered be thy tongue for such a wish. He was not born to shame. Upon his brow shame is a shame to sit. For tis a throne where honor may be crowned, sole monarch of the universal earth. Oh, what, what a beast was I to chide at him. Will you speak well of him that killed your cousin? Shall I speak ill of him that is my husband? Oh, poor my lord. What tongue shall smooth thy name when I, thy three hours wife, have mangled it? But wherefore, villain, didst thou kill my cousin? That villain cousin would have killed my husband. Back. Foolish tears, back to your native spring, your tributary drops belong to woe which you mistaking offer up to joy. My husband lives, that Tybalt would have slain, and Tybalt's dead, that would have slain my husband. All this is comfort. Wherefore weep I then? Some word there was, worser than Tybalt's death, that murdered me. I would forget it fain. Tybalt is dead, and Romeo banish it. That banish it, that one word banish it, hath slain ten thousand Tybalt's. Tybalt's death was woe enough if it had ended there. Romeo is banished. To speak that word is father, mother, Tybalt, Romeo, Juliet, all slain, all dead. Romeo is banished. There is no end, no limit, measure, bound in that word's death. No words can that woe sound. Where is my father and my mother, nurse? Weeping and wailing over Tybalt's course. Will you go to them? I will bring you thither. Wash they his wounds with tears? Mine shall be spent when theirs are dry for Romeo's banishment. Take up those cords. Poor ropes, you are beguiled, both you and I, for Romeo is exiled. He made you for a highway to my bed, but I, a maid, die maiden widowed. Come, cords, come, nurse, all to my wedding bed, and death not Romeo take my maidenhead. I to your chamber. I'll find Romeo to comfort you. I want well where he is. Hark you. Your Romeo will be here at night. I'll to him. He's hid at Lawrence's cell. Oh, find him. Give this ring to my true knight. And bid him come to take his last farewell. Act 3, Scene 3. Late Monday afternoon at Friar Lawrence's cell. Enter Friar Lawrence. Romeo, come forth. Come forth, thou fearful man. Affliction is enamored of thy parts, and thou art wedded to calamity. Romeo comes out of hiding. I bring thee tidings of the prince's doom. What less than doomsday is the prince's doom? 
a gentler judgment vanished from his lips. Not body's death, but body's banishment. <laughs> banishment? Be merciful, say death, for exile hath more terror in his look. Much more than death, do not say banishment. Here from Verona thou art banished. Be patient, for the world is broad and wide. There is no world without Verona walls, but purgatory, torture, hell itself. Hence, banished is banished from the world, and world's exile is death. Then banished is death mistermed, calling death banished. Thou cutst my head off with a golden axe, and smilest upon the stroke that murders me. Oh, deadly sin! A rude unthankfulness! Thy fault our law calls death. But the kind prince, <laughs> taking thy part, hath rushed aside the law, and turned that black word death to banishment. This is dear mercy, and thou seest it not. Tis torture and not mercy. Heaven is here where Juliet lives. And every cat and dog and little mouse, every unworthy thing live here in heaven and may look on her, but Romeo may not. More validity, more honorable state, more courtship lives in carrion flies than in Romeo. They may seize on the white wonder of dear Juliet's hand and steal a mortal blessing from her lips. But Romeo may not. He is banished. Lies may do this, but I from this must fly. They are free men, but I am banished. And sayst thou yet that exile is not death? Hadst thou no poison mixed, no sharp ground knife, no sudden mean of death? Though ne'er so mean, but banish it to kill me? Banish it? <laughs> Friar, the damned use this word in hell. Howling attends it. How hast thou the heart, being a divine, a ghostly confessor, a sin absolver, and my friend professed to mangle me with that word, Banishing. I'll give thee armor to keep off that word, adversity's sweet milk, philosophy to comfort thee, though thou art banished. Yet banished? Hang up philosophy! Unless philosophy can make a Juliet, this planted town reverse a prince's doom, it helps not, it prevails not, talk no more! Oh, then I see that madmen have no ears. How should they? When that wise men have no eyes. Let me dispute with thee of thy estate. Thou canst not speak of that thou dost not feel. Wert thou as young as I, Juliet thy love, and now were but married, Tybalt murdered, doting like me, and like me, banished. Then mightst thou speak, then mightst thou tear thy hair and fall upon the ground, as I do now, taking the measure of an unmade grave. Arise, one knocks. Good Romeo, hide thyself. Hark how they knock. Who's there? Romeo, arise, thou wilt be taken. Stay a while, stand up. Who knocks so hard? Whence come you? What's your will? Let me in, and you shall know my errand. I come from Lady Juliet. Welcome, then. Enter, nurse. 
Oh, friar. Oh, tell me, holy friar, where's my lady's lord? Where's Romeo? There on the ground, with his own tears made drunk. Oh, he is even in my mistress' case, just in her case. Even so lies she, blubbering and weeping, weeping and blubbering. Stand up. Stand up. Stand, and you be a man. For Juliet's sake, for her sake, rise and stand. Oh, sir, oh, sir. Death's the end of all. Speakest thou of Juliet? How is it with her? Where is she? How doth she? And what says my concealed lady to our cancelled love? Oh, she says nothing, sir, but weeps and weeps, and now falls on her bed, and then stands up, and Tybalt calls, and then on Romeo cries, and then down falls again. As if that name shot from the deadly level of a gun did murder her! As that name's cursed hand murdered her kinsman. Oh, tell me, friar, tell me, in what vile part of this anatomy doth my name lodge? Tell me that I may sack the hateful mansion. Hold thy desperate hand. Art thou a man? Thy form cries out thou art. Thou hast amazed me. By my holy order, I thought thy disposition better tempered. Hast thou slain Tybalt? (laughs) Wilt thou slay thyself and slay thy lady that in thy life lives by doing damned hate upon thyself? Fie! Fie, thou shames thy shape, thy love, thy wit! Looks like a usurer abounced in all, and uses none in that true use indeed which should bedeck thy shape, thy love, thy wit. Thy noble shape is but a form of wax digressing from the valor of a man. Thy dear love sworn, hollow perjury, killing that love which thou hast vowed to cherish. Thy wit, that ornament to shape and love, misshapen in the conduct of them both, like powder in a skillless soldier's flask, is set afire by thine own ignorance, and thou dismembered with thine own defense. What rouse thee, man? Thy Juliet is alive. For whose sake thou wast but lately dead, there art thou happy. Tybalt would kill thee, but thou slewest Tybalt, there art thou happy. The law that threatened death becomes thy friend and turns to exile, there art thou happy. A pack of blessings lights upon thy back. Happiness courts thee in her best array, but like a mishaven and sullen wench, thou poutst upon thy fortune and thy love. Take heed, take heed, for such die miserable. Go. Get thee to thy love as was decreed. Ascend her chamber hence and comfort her. But look thou stay not till the watch be set, for then thou canst not pass to Mantua, where thou shalt live till we can find a time to blaze your marriage, reconcile your friends, beg pardon of the prince, and call thee back with twenty hundred thousand times more joy than thou winst forth in lamentation. Go before, nurse. Commend me to thy lady, and bid her hasten all the house to bed, which heavy sorrow makes them apt unto. Romeo is coming. Oh, Lord, I could have stayed here all the night to hear good counsel. Oh. What learning is. My lord, 
I'll tell my lady you will come. Do so. And bid my sweet prepare the chide. Here, sir. A ring she bid me give you, sir. Hi, you. Make haste, for it grows very late. How well my comfort is revived by this. Exit, nurse. Go hence. Good night, and here stands all your state. Either be gone before the watch be set, or by the break of day disguised from hence. Sojourn in Mantua. I'll find out your man, and he shall signify from time to time every good hap to you that chances here. Give me thy hand. Tis late. Farewell. Good night. But that the joy past joy calls out on me, it were a grief so brief to part with thee. Farewell. Act Three, Scene Four, Late Monday Evening at the Capulet House. Enter Capulet. Lady Capulet. And Paris. Things have fallen out, sir, so unluckily that we have had no time to move our daughter. Look you, she loved her kinsman Tybalt dearly, and so did I. Well, we were born to die. Tis very late. She'll not come down tonight. These times of woe afford no times to woo. Madam, good night. Commend me to your daughter. I will, and know her mind early tomorrow. Tonight she's mewed up to her heaviness. Sir Paris, I will make a desperate tender of my child's love. I think she will be ruled in all respects by me. Nay, more, I doubt it not. Wife, go you to her ere you go to bed. Acquaint her here of my son Paris' love, and bid her, mark you me, on Wednesday next? But soft, what day is this? Monday, my lord. Monday? Ha <laughs> Well, Wednesday is too soon. A-, a Thursday, let it be. A Thursday, tell her, she shall be married to this noble earl. Will you be ready? Do you like this haste? We'll keep no great ado, a friend or two, for hark you, Tybalt being slain so late, it may be thought we held him carelessly, being our kinsman, if we revel much. Therefore we'll have some half a dozen friends, and there an end. But what say you to Thursday? My lord, I would that Thursday were tomorrow. Well, get you gone, a Thursday be it then. Go you to Juliet, ere you go to bed. Prepare her. Wife, against this wedding day, farewell. It is so very late that we may call it early by and by. Good night. Act Three, Scene Five. Almost dawn on Tuesday in Juliet's room. Romeo climbs out of Juliet's bed. Wilt thou be gone? It is not yet near day. It was the nightingale and not the lark that pierced the fearful hollow of thine ear. Nightly she sings on yon pomegranate tree. (laughs) Believe me, love, it was the nightingale. It was the lark, the herald of the morn, no nightingale. Look, love, what envious streaks do lace the severing clouds in yonder east. Night's candles are burnt out and jocund day stands tiptoe on the misty mountaintops. I must be gone and live 
Or stay and die. Yon delight is not daylight, I know it I. It is some meteor that the sun exhaled to be to thee this night a torchbearer and light thee on thy way to Mantua. Therefore, stay yet. Thou needst not to be gone. Let me be tame. Let me be put to death. I have more care to stay than will to go. Come, death, and welcome. Juliet wills it so. How is my soul? Let's talk. It is not day. It is. It is. High hence. Be gone. Away. It is the lark that sings so out of tune, straining harsh discords and unpleasing sharps. Ugh, now be gone. More light and light it grows. More light and light, more dark and dark our woes. Then window, let day in and let life out. Farewell. Farewell. One kiss and I'll descend. They kiss. Art thou gone so? Love, Lord, I, a husband, friend? I must hear from thee every day in the hour, for in a minute there are many days. Oh, by this count I shall be much in years ere I again behold my Romeo. Farewell. Romeo climbs down to the yard. I will admit no opportunity that may convey my greetings, love, to thee. Thinkest thou we shall ever meet again? I doubt it not, and all these woes shall serve for sweet discourses in our times to come. Oh, God, I have an ill-divining soul. Methinks I see thee now. Thou art so low as one dead in the bottom of a tomb. Either my eyesight fails or thou looks pale. And trust me, love, in my eye so do you. Dry sorrow drinks our blood. Adieu. Adieu. Romeo exits. Ah, fortune, fortune. All men call thee fickle, if thou art fickle. What dost thou with him that is renowned for faith? Be fickle, fortune. For then I hope thou wilt not keep him long, but send him back. Next time on Romeo and Juliet. Beshrew my very heart, I think you are happy in this second match. Happily mad, my lady and my wife. And if thou darest, I'll give thee remedy. Farewell. God knows when we shall meet again.